Hey guys, welcome to this episode of The Elbow Show. So in today's episode, I'm joined by one of my best friends, Masa. He is... Masa loves cars. Actually, let me just make sure that is actually his Instagram handle, Masa loves... Yes, it is Masa loves cars. Uh, he's a really cool dude. He uh, used to drive around his his family's, his dad's R34 GTR all the time. But now he has his own really, really cool car, which is the gr yaris the brand new one uh and which he he recently uh bought after trading in his or selling and then and then purchasing but he he had he sold his ft2 honda civic type r which is another really really cool car so he is based out of osaka right now and in this podcast we actually had a chat while he was walking around umeda which is uh it's kind of kind of one of the biggest metropolitan areas of Osaka which is kind of the next really really big area aside from Tokyo that's kind of a little bit more west uh, from here if you guys follow Japanese car culture that's basically where the Kanjozoku are based so he lives in a really really cool place I love Osaka I just love the culture there and I definitely am gonna make it my my mission to get back there as soon as possible just to hang out and uh, go driving with Masa and uh, you know like I was saying he's walking around Umeda so unfortunately in this video the audio was a little bit worse on his end than than I was uh, expecting because he's walking through like the city like you could imagine it's like if he was walking through New York City you're gonna hear like a lot of stuff in the background and I do apologize for that, but I implore you guys to please listen to this podcast. I think this might be, honestly, one of the best podcasts that I have done. We we went pretty deep into some of the things that I've been thinking thinking a lot about uh, this past little while. And just to give you a preview, uh, we talk a lot about goal setting, about the future of you know the channel. And like the mindset, I think, of what it takes to take it to the next level. And there's this concept that I've been really pondering and thinking about called the 10x rule. Uh, this was kind of popularized by a, an author who's named Grant Cardone. Uh, I had known about this idea for a while. It's kind of like the same concept as like, you know, the abundance mentality. But I, ha I hadn't read his book. I just started today, actually. But I had known about the concept and I had kind of started thinking about it developing you know my own ideas about it and so when i started reading the or listening to the book today everything just really resonated with me because you know not not to make this whole podcast a pitch for the book uh but i think it's pretty good it, it resonated with me and i think i i think it would be good for you guys to check it out but i really want you to listen to this podcast despite the audio difficulties the issues with it and I think you will really find it valuable, to be honest. Um, anyways, I am actually at the coin laundry. I was waiting for my laundry to finish, and I decided to do a podcast. Really, I just wanted to chat with my friends about some things that are on my mind. And I find that chatting with my friends while doing a podcast somehow really brings out a lot of gold. And so that's what I did. I just called up Mazda. We had a great chat. And I hope you guys listen to this. I hope you enjoy it. hope it's valuable for you. And I'll catch you guys at the end of the 
the I was about to say video at the end of the podcast. So hope you can listen all the way through. And again, uh, please bear with the audio. And thank you for for listening. Oh, now I can hear you well. Perfect. Awesome. Can you hear me? Yep. Loud and clear. Great. Where are you at? I'm at in the middle of Osaka, uh, Umeda. Umeda. Oh, you're walking around Umeda. Yeah. That's kind of one of the you know, main areas of Tokyo, right? Like the mm-hmm. Shinjuku or Shibuya area. Well, it's kind of like a, yeah, exactly. Like a Shinjuku, Shibuya, uh, Ginza all mixed together in what? That's kind of so, what I think. So uh, tell us, tell us what you see over there. So actually, I was walking around this this um this gaming store, you know, game shop, you know, like the arcade and stuff. And that arcade has a lot of you know, like the old you know Street Fighter stuff, you know, w- with the big TV screens and you know everything. That was cool, and I see a lot of you know. Kushikatsu, you know, all these Osaka, you know, Osaka's favorite meal and stuff. And a lot of uh, takoyaki and yeah, kinda. fried foods, fried yeah. seafoods. Yep. Is that your walk home every day? Like you pass through, through there every day or something? Uh, actually, uh, today's my day off. So, you know, I'm just wandering around. Um, here. Oh, you really? know, yeah, it's just, my day off. Just by yourself, just hanging out. Yeah, just just by myself hanging out. So, I was meeting with a girl. So oh, and uh, yeah, and we kind of split up. Really? So we had a yeah, we we just you know we had a good talk with the at the cafe, and she had something going on, like six thirty. So we just. And I was eating ramen, and I'm heading home right now, actually. So it was a date. Kinda. Kinda. You could say so. Kinda. I see. First time. First time meeting. Yeah, first time meeting. Well, where did you where did you meet her? Where did you meet this lady, this lovely young lady? Well, if you call it young, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. She's like 30. She's like seven years older than me. What? What? <laughs> what? Okay. You know, did, you her, did you meet her on on uh, Le Tinder? Well, well, let's just say we met her by apps. Okay. You know, you, usual see. shit, usual shit. Yeah, one of one of the apps. I see. Well, one of the apps. Um, she's very nice. She's like seven years older than me, but she doesn't look like seven years older than I. Yeah. She doesn't look at thirty. She looks like a mid. 20s uh-huh. like 27 28 yeah do you get the feeling that she's like older sister vibes nah, yeah kind of okay so that's your type huh yeah i mean i think i'm i'm more with i'm i'm gonna be i feel better with you know hanging out with older older people than hanging uh, out with younger people in my opinion i see i mean like like we always hang out together, right? Like you, obviously you're old. You're like nine years older than I am, right? And like 
and Caps. You know, older, like a, so, Cap, yeah. Caps is way older. Um, so do Jason. You know, everyone, literally everyone. You know, it's interesting because I don't feel like we're any like really more mature or anything. Just yeah. older. Yeah. Just older. I mean, but psychologically, I, I just feel like I'm like 25. I'm like, wow, how did how did all that time pass? And I did not mature one bit. Although <laughs> that's interesting. I feel like. I still feel, maybe you feel like this too, but I still feel like basically the same person that I've always been, like not any really more, you know, different or mature, but I mm. guess you're still young, so maybe you don't know, but compared to high school, don't you just feel the same? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always feel the same, but for some reason, like when I meet with these people, like they always say to me that I look, I look more older than when I'm my ages, you know? Mm. People think that I'm like 26 or 27, but when I, when they realized my real age was just like 23, like they were, they were shocked that I look, I don't look like 23 year old person, or nor I don't act like a 23 year old person. Yeah. You know? I guess people are becoming more mature these days. I mean, when I look at you know kids in like high school, I'm like man, these these young kids are huge. They're so tall. They're so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all, it's, uh, it's all the milk, all the protein, all the kids are drinking these days. They're all so big and tall. Mm-hmm. So how's your dream life then? How's your dream life going? Dream life, you know, just, uh, I'm just sitting in my car actually, because at the laundromat, just <laughs> waiting for the, the laundry to dry. So I uh-huh. thought this would be a good time to do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well anyway, you I mean, seem like you made up your point. Now you want you, you want the NC1 NSX now. Yeah, you know, I think it's a fun goal to shoot for. I think it's important to have the, like the next goal in mind because you know I love my S2000, but you know if I only ever aspire to this much, then. You know, it's like you, I think you need something to light a fire under your ass. And obviously, the next step would be like to get like a house or something, right? But I feel Mm -hmm. like that's quite, like, that's just normal. That's, you know, anybody can aspire to, you know, own a house, like when they have a normal job, steady, steady paycheck. Mm -hmm. And lately I've been thinking, so I've actually been listening to, I just started listening to this book today, actually called, um, let me let me see what the title uh, the full title is. Okay, it's the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. Um, mm-hmm. And in that book, he basically so this is a book that I've known about for quite a while, and I've known about the idea of it, but I mm-hmm. never actually read the book. I just you know just kept this in the back of my mind. And but recently, mm-hmm. just the idea of like 10x what you think you're capable of, what your goals are. Your current position is in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that idea has just been kind of like circulating your mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, circulating my mind, ruminating in the back of my head. And I thought, yes. you know, I think this is the time for me to read this book. So I started reading it, and everything is like really resonating, resonating with me right now. And mm. you know, it's the basic premise is that. I mean, if, if I were to just, just paraphrase like things I've already heard in the first chapter and what I've kind of taken from it is that hmm. average effort gets average results. 
And um, if you want to be extraordinary, then you need to have a combination of extraordinary thinking and extraordinary actions. So you need to basically think at a higher level or you just, you need to aim for a higher level of success so that you can, you can that's the it. only way, that's really the only way that you can, you can achieve like remarkable success, I think. Um, well, I, it's, I think it's one of the best ways actually, I should say is to achieve remarkable success. So to, to, you know, say, having said all that, I think the NSX is a really interesting goal. So let's talk about like, you know, that range of cars. So we're, you know, we're talking about the well, 150. Like, first of all, um, yeah. I have, so I think you can achieve the goal because, you know, like you started with Miata in Japan. In Japan, you came here, you're, you were a broke ass person. Broke-ass so you bought person. a Miata. Right. You, you bought a Miata, right? Yeah. Then you bought a yellow Miata, which is a little bit more expensive than your original black one, right? Yeah. But you aimed for that goal and you achieved it, right? And then, right. and then you bought a Subaru WRX SDI, blah, blah, blah yep. which is another goal. And then you aimed for a Forester SDI, you got that goal, right? Right. And that was like a 10 times, a little bit more, like five times more expensive than your original blah, blah. Right. Right. And then you achieved the another goal, which was S2000, which yep. it was like 10 times the more effort. Like you said in the videos, and I still remember the day. So we, you and Japonic were saying that you can achieve the goal, but, you know, you, if you can make the first, if you purchase this first SCR, right, which yep. it was 10 times the more effort. Then original, you know, Miata. So, like, that means that if you can do that just 10 times more, then you can get a 460 Ti, right? right. Then yes. you did 10 times more, then you got an S2000. And right. S2000 was, like, 2.3 million yen, yes. right? And which, if you want to dump 10 times with that money, which is 23 million yen, which is the original MSRP for the NSX. Yeah. So, I think that's a really good goal for it, you know? Yeah, I getting think getting so. an NSX. Thanks. And, and I think it's really like it's that 10 times level. And yeah. I liked the idea of it's a 10 times multiple of mm-hmm. the S2000, which was a 10 times multiple of the. Of course, right. yeah. Yeah, of course uh, the, the, the banana. No, road no, 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 no. The banana Miata. Yeah. Banana Miata. Yep. Yep. And, and I think once you do like 10 times an original like goal, like once, then you can do, you can you are capable of doing like 10 times that. that exactly. Like exactly. whatever you're currently doing. Exactly. Um, the scale is much higher, right? Of course. But I also think what happens is scale happens. So by, by that, what I mean is, for example, um, I'm trying to make this relatable, but okay, let me think. Okay, so YouTube, right? When mm-hmm. you have, let's say when you have like, 2,000 subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to get to like 20,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are at that level, to get to that 20,000 subscriber mark, mm-hmm. when you, you, get, you can work really, really, really hard right, on each video and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and 
you know, systematically, like the algorithm will put like a limit basically on how many views that you will get, basically, mm-hmm. um, unless you do something exceptional. Mm-hmm. And, like like shooting a um, video about you know car girls and stuff. <laughs> exactly, and we can we can come around to that. Actually, that's a good that's a good topic. Um, but at the time, you know, I think it was let me my exceptional thing to do was to document like the difference between you know initial D in the anime and and real life. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, that was that enabled me to go from like two thousand sub- subscribers. To twenty thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. um, because that was it was a lot of things. It was ten times more effort to put it together, but it was also ten times more successful. And it, but it, it wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't necessarily even ten times harder. I think it was just ten times better. Uh, it it was like everything was like a factor of ten. Which helped me to get to like the next level to to jump past what everybody else was doing at that stage at like mm-hmm. around that level because if you mm-hmm. always keep playing like the same game that everybody in your level is playing, you're not gonna get past. You're not going to like make a leapfrog past that level. And then it was the same thing to get from twenty thousand to two hundred thousand actually. Mm. So. I think it's basically going to be the same thing to go from two hundred thousand to two million, and mm. I think that's just going to be it'll be the same thing basically. But uh, I think so. The level of effort isn't even really like that much more. It's 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 more like you know when you have like a big channel, right? Because the channel, my channel, is pretty big now. Whatever I put out, it's gonna get like more views than somebody who has like two thousand like like my subscribers channels. Yes, exactly. So we could be actually like putting out like the same effort of video, and my video will do like better just because it's already at that level, right? Mm -hmm. And I think hopefully maybe for some people listening, like what I'm trying to unpack from this is that in order for you guys or for for you Maso or even for me to get beyond where I am now I need to I need to do again mm-hmm. like the thing that gets you to that next level that brings you times 10 um, mm. and I think for you know right now it's pretty clear I think one of the things that's really really working for the channel is um, you know like in-depth features garbage yeah (laughs) i mean yeah basically uh, kind of features and car girls right and um it's interesting it's interesting it's it is what it is it's uh it's inherently interesting i mean it's very entertaining to be honest with you like how you filmed it and everything it's very interesting it's not just, oh, I want to check out the girls. I mean, it's kind of interesting to see a a car girl, which is very, very outstanding than, you know, a lot of car guys. Because yeah. mostly, like, you know, the interesting part of car girls is that why they get influenced to like cars and stuff. Because in general, 
like hard stuff is meant for guys, right? Like everything right. In, in general. I mean, I'm kind of you know, it's you know, generalizing. Yeah, generalizing it, but like in general, like yeah. cars are you know, like you know, boys like 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 mechanical stuff. Yeah, but you right. know, somehow these girls who are into cars and they are more not successful, but they are more heavily into cars than some some other car guys. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's very interesting to focus on those people, and then even though maybe they are not that scared or anything, but it's very interesting to see their perspective of why they like cars and share it to the world. Right. And it's so unique because it's not only that; it's very JDM. Their cars, what they're, what you guys are, what you are featuring, is so JDM, so original. That's why people are so interested in to that, and then people want to check out because they want to know: is it and is it their difference between Japanese car girls and you know car girls around the world, right? Or maybe the cars are different, but the mindset are the same. You know, yada yada yada. So it's very interesting. It is. It really, really is, and it's also. And I think nowadays, like. The videos who get a lot of views are the videos are really interesting to a lot of people. Yeah, that's why I think your videos, three videos that you list, uh, you posted on your channel, got so many views. And you know, the normal videos, normal vlogs, is because of that. I think that's what I feel. Yeah, you know, I do. I agree with you. It. It provides a a glimpse, I think, of mm-hmm. really. It's like not just um another like. Hang on one second. I forgot to press the button to start. I put more money into into the dryer, but I forgot to press start. So one second, let me just press that real quick. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh, yes. I think you're right. The really interesting thing about these videos about female car enthusiasts is, well, for one thing, um, it is what it is, right? Like sex sells. Like a, 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 a beautiful, beautiful lady on thumbnail will say it. We hate to say it, but sex sells. Sex sells. Yeah, it's, it's a multiplier. It's like a times five. And then if right. the story yeah. seems to be interesting, it's yeah. like it's like times five. So yeah, I know, but right? Like, that, like, 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 for example, like you posted um blog about me and my dad's GTR, right? That's right. And that video only gets to like seventeen thousand uh views at this point, but. The girl, the one with the you did with you know the the Aoi-chan, yeah, which is Z girl, the white yep. Z girl, yeah. That video is like it's you just posted like few a month ago, and now it's like what almost seven hundred k views. Yeah, that it's it's crazy. That blew up like so instant. Yeah, it's like unreal. Yeah, you know? I Very see unreal. some other videos. Well, mostly from Japanese accounts of people doing similar videos, right? Well, like, like interviewing like a, like a Japanese 
Um, uh, I won't like say their Cardinal. name, but I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like when I watch them, it's not so interesting. I don't know why. I think I know well, why. But well, do you know why? I think so. They just focus on the sex point. Mm. And not only that, it's just maybe the target audience is Japanese people. Yeah. I think I that's think what right. I feel. Yeah. I that's think, what I feel. That's right. That's right. There's, I think there's multiple parts. I think, number one, you're right. It's focused on a Japanese audience, so it doesn't reach the Western audience. Mm-hmm. It's all in Japanese. Um, and number two, I think, is that... Huh, I mean, I don't want to give all this, these secrets away, but just my self-analysis of like what is going on is that it's interesting, I think, when... When, like, there's, like, part of the story is, like, I meet, it's, like, me meeting them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, viewers of the channel have gotten to know me. And then I think it's just interesting. There's, like, a backstory, I guess. I think people are always, <laughs> these days, even though I'm not, but they're speculating that maybe, oh, maybe he's dating that girl or something. So that is, like, you know, one added piece of, like, intrigue. Uh, that makes it interesting to watch. And I think the third thing is I'm really trying to, like you said, to, to draw out like what is the reason that they love these cars, that they're interested in this culture, that they got into it. And mm-hmm. it's that reason, I think, which people care about. It's not necessarily even the fact that like, oh, she's got a cool car. It's like, you want to know like why, and it's not just for girls. Actually, it's like for everybody who's who is um, featured in the channel. It's that's what makes the video successful. But I think it's just the the fact that it's a pretty girl that gets the viewer in clicking into the video, but they keep watching and they really invested because they want to know the story. So it's always about like a human story at the end mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I think. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. In the end, I think cars is just a tool, you know? Yeah. But those that tool is usually, like generally speaking, it's meant for transportation. Right. Freedom of transportation. So, like, especially in Japan where there's a lot of these, you know, public transportation are so highly advanced that all majority of the time, the train comes on on time. Uh, it, it's been... Throughout the whole entire of main metro, um, metropolitan cities, so in generally speaking, you don't need to own a car in Japan. But whereas us, like us, which we're we're car enthusiasts, we buy cars for we love cars, right? That's and right. then we express the cars to people, and then we like to do that, right? And then like, like. To be honest with you, you don't need to own a Forster STI or something like S2000. It's so unpractical compared to, let's say, you know, normal bits or normal, you know, commuter car. And if you can buy a car, you can buy it for less than 100,000 Yeah, that's right. And still it's practical. And it still drives great. I mean, great by, you know, not broken down or anything. Right? But we choose to buy a car and we choose to spend more money and then majority of people do and that's very interesting right and yeah in the end we love cars 
So that's why, like, we connect to people, right? To with you know the people who are interested in the same kind of cars. When you have the same passion, and yeah, same people passion. are interested. It's like, where do you get that passion to? It's like, mm-hmm. I know why I have my passion, but why do where do you get your passion? That's what it is. The thing, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, why it's interesting because we're yeah. not usual, and yeah. we're not usual people, and like showing that unusual, like in the difference is interesting. Yeah, let me ask you I this. Mean, so, yeah, sure. Like right now, um, mm-hmm. I think you know pretty well. Like you know, like what the situation is like with my channel and everything and you know i I work like this regular job and stuff right Mm -hmm. so you know of course i want to take it to the next level you know i want to take like Mm -hmm. 10x it and i have some ideas of like how i'm going to like 10x everything Mm -hmm. you know in terms of like content like make it like 10 times better uh make it you know like 10 times like more exciting um, so it's from a content perspective, you know, like I want to take it to like that next level. And then of course to support that, I need to live like at a 10x level, like as well, where I don't need to worry about like how much all this stuff is going to cost. You know, it, it's just like this whole behind all these videos and stuff. There's like these things cost money, of course. And there's the my whole, like, this has to basically be self-funding. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it's getting kind of close to the point where i'm like yeah i'll just quit my job yeah i'll just sponsor my own visa and sometimes however i feel like hmm can i can you have I... the anxiety yeah i think you have the anxiety over should i do this or not right yeah, should i quit it. my job should i quit my job and should i become a free free man and you know and then do it everything solo right Right. All by your own, all by yourself. I think you have the anxiety over it because you're safer working inside this tech company that you're working with right now, right? Right. Which is very huge and everybody knows that thing. Right. And do you want to just quit that thing? And even though I think you can have a better career path right now yeah. in that tech company, yeah. maybe you can make more money than just doing your YouTube. I don't know. Right, but you, but you have this anxiety over should I do it? Is it? It. It. I think it's the matter of you want to satisfy if you can satisfy it with that life or not. And I think you know the answer. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's. Uh, I, I've thought about it a lot, and I think, mm-hmm. like right now, I guess what I'm trying to express to people listening, like. You know, of course, of course, you as like my friend, but also like all the folks who are listening, especially like younger, younger people who are kind of like listening and hoping that they'll get something valuable, some advice from listening to, to this, right? To um, this, to this lame podcast. Yeah, to this lame podcast, to, to this elbow dude. Um, I'm just like, a, I'm just a normal dude, actually. Like, I, <laughs> I think people are usually kind of surprised. They're like, wow, you're just, you're just, a, you're just a guy. Um, well, everybody's just just a guy. It's that's that's true. Yeah, everyone's just a guy. But um, it's a matter. I think you know what? It's the matter of you do it or you don't do it. Right. You know. Exactly. You know they're saying of just do it, like you know the yeah. Nike's advertisement. You know the ads. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. I think that's right. If you want to do it, if you want to live Japan, if you want to live Japan and buy a JDM car, just do it. No. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Like that's actually exactly it. Um, and. I think, I mean, we all make mistakes. 
And but in your one of your videos, I still remember. You know the pie chart that you made, the opportunity and the, you know, and your like preparation opportunity. Yes. You know oh, the that luck, video. The luck diagram, right? The, the yeah, that video really inspired me a lot. I think right now, um, um, it's like you have to be prepared for it. But I think. Uh, I mean, I think you're already prepared for it, right? Almost like you already have your channel in that level of now the level of the channel where I think you can, if you can do it solely solo, I think you could still generate decent views and decent money from that channel alone. And you have more opportunities than you have like five years ago, right, right. now, because yeah. you're hanging out with not only with us but also. I mean, people follow you more than you know five years ago, right? So yeah, you have to you have more better opportunities and stuff. And I think now it's worth of the risk, or I think it's not just risk, but it's no matter what you can satisfy it or not is the answer. Yeah. I mean, I I think you will have more satisfaction over doing a YouTube thing than working in a tech company and having those meetings. Like yeah. In the end, and like you have to do it while you're in Hakone and doing some kind of meetings in in the middle of the mountain or stuff, right? Right. Whereas yeah. if you can do YouTube solo, then you can focus on filming. You don't need to focus on something in a background, right? Yeah. And then you right. can, I think, you can more surely focus on your goal. Your original goal was to make a Hollywood video about Hashiria culture, right? That's right. You're right. I think it's it's your your goal is not to make a millionaire out of technicians. That's not your goal. I think. Yeah. That's not your goal. Yeah. Your goal is to make a YouTube video, and that YouTube video became a Hollywood movie, and you are the director of Hollywood movie, right? Yeah, that's right. And I think, and you have to. And that will be applied to Ten Ties Theory video, which is now you made a relatively, you know, highly, you know, pop blown up video. You made like decent blown up videos already. You made yeah. a blown up video about Shitoko culture, initial D culture. Yes. And now Car Girls. Then yeah. you essentially featured decent amount of, you know, Japanese car culture. And you're now you're in the Japanese culture, car culture. So right. I think that you have to, you know, focus on, you have to keep pursuing that dream, which is to work and this work on your YouTube video and doing things on the, by yourself solo. So, you know what, Elbow? I think you should do it. You're already ready. It's just a matter of you want to take that step or not. I think so. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're at the edge of a bungee, like a, mm -hmm. you're gonna do bungee jump, and you're you're at the edge of that. You're like right mm -hmm. on the edge of that ledge, mm -hmm. and you're like, ah, should I do it? Should I jump? Should I go for it? Should I do it? And I think right hey, now uh, I'm doing like my final checks. You know, I'm like, okay, uh -huh. is this uh, is this cable tight? Okay, is this, am I correctly fastened? Okay, am I gonna jump correctly? Okay like little little things um and 
it's it's a mindset thing i think i think my mindset is like pretty strong but i also am um i tend to be very very uh i'm not risk averse but i think with something like this big it's it's uh it's it's still scary just to go really all in on it and i think um right now it's kind of like at this level where i can comfortably straddle straddle both of you know like my my regular day job and also my youtube career but i know it's quite hard to really really push when something is not chasing you to 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 like to survive like i have to like generate that energy of completely on my own and and keep pushing to you know edit those videos like work on everything like the merch like doing everything that needs to be done to support this whole thing um because right now i'm not like forced to rely on it to survive if that makes sense so it's kind of mm-hmm. like yeah well you know if this whole thing doesn't work out i still have like my job and i think a lot of people get stuck at this part and then this mm-hmm. is where they kind of like give up where they're like they take the safe option even though they could have succeeded but they they just decided to you know for whatever reason they had like all these other responsibilities things um and they just didn't go for it but then the other end of it is like you know people who did go for it and who who didn't who didn't succeed mm-hmm. um so there's there's that side of it but i the thing that i've been really picking up from um my just reading this book that i started reading today or listening to today actually right that, like this 10x concept I think when you think really, really, really big and you sit down and you're like, there's several steps to it, I think. Um, I think, okay, so for example, right now, you know, you and I, we have like these regular jobs, right? And, uh, you know, you're working like in the car industry, which is cool. I'm working in like the tech industry, which is cool. And for you, Masa, like, do you aspire to like go like ten times more, like where you are at right now? Hmm. I think so, but I'm not. You know, I think so. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, of course, right, because it's it's kind of like, well, obviously, like, why not? Like, why wouldn't you want to be 10 times more, like, successful than you are, like, right now, right? Of course. So, um, just so I can kind of, like, unpack this, like, for myself, maybe I'll come up with, like, some insight. Because I feel like I'm kind of, like, you know, thinking about the same thing that I'm proposing to you, but I'm just a little bit further along. So maybe I can come up with some insight. But for, for you... You know, when I tell you, when I, when I propose this idea to you, when I'm like, hey, Masa, like, why don't you think 10 times bigger than what you're currently thinking, like, right now? Like, what kind of mm-hmm. things come to mind? What kind of blockers come to mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, daily payment for my car, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enchilada. Enchilada. Yeah. 
full enchilada. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, for example, what if it was like you could keep your job, but then you figured out like a different way to make like a side hustle. And you tried to figure out like a different way to make some money on the side. Mm -hmm. Then I will do it. Right? So, I don't know. Is that what's keeping you? Is it like you haven't found that thing yet? Or... I think I found, I haven't found that thing yet right now. Mm. But I think I know the answer, but I'm not going to say it right now. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, that's good. Um, if you are, if you need time to kind of develop your feelings about that idea, I think you definitely should keep it close to your heart. Because people will try to put you down and like discourage you, I think. Mm-hmm. So, where are you, by the way? I'm in the middle of the station right now. I'm just waiting for the... I'm okay with that. I'm just in the middle of the station right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, I feel bad for our listeners. This is probably the most worst background noise ever. But this is a really really good conversation. Really? Really very loud? Yeah, it's pretty loud. Like, it's okay for me. Maybe it's interesting. Like... The background sound from where you are, it's not clear. It's kind of muffled, so it doesn't sound super nice. Like, if it was really clear, it would sound cool, but it's really kind of like, you know, you're underwater or something. Well, you know why? Because I'm talking through a microphone. Because you're what? I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of the train station right now. They shift you half-orly and, you know, wobbly and shit. Uh, I see. That's why. Well, I think... Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I think like you, you're, you're like, you're, I mean, well, so folks that you're listening right now to this podcast are, you know, into Alvo very much. So I bet you guys follow Alvo's Instagram pages, but your Instagram pages is always very positive, right? And I think you're doing that is because because main reason is that you're encouraging yourself as well doing that, you know, doing the filming, um, doing posting the very positive, you know, post about yourself and your life. You're right. I think that's, I think that's the main goal of your, that post itself is to not get discouraged from other people and not get lost in your vision. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, you're absolutely you're absolutely right, Ashley. One hundred percent right. I think and maybe yeah. that that post will somehow influence to the people who follow Alvo, because people, the person who follows Alvo, think it's interesting and they might want to do it, but they somehow feel that they have the anxiety over what they should really do it or not. Right. Right. That's and it. I think that post will make you feel a little bit more, um, feel more satisfied, or maybe it let feel more courage and do what you want to do in the future. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, I think major- um... like majority of people who are doing day- normal day job, day to day jobs, right? 
they're doing their day-to-day jobs because they feel that that is way better to get. That's how the life works. I think that's how what they feel is the best efficient way in order to get successful in a way of you know majority of people think it's successful. But I think nowadays we all have. I mean. A lot of people are calling it diversity, but we all have different visions and stuff. And there's no one true goal about successful in the life. So what I think that is successful can be different from people's perspectives. Maybe yeah. the being the CEO of the company is successful, but if that CEO of the company who doesn't have kids or anything who is alone. Then some people think he's not successful, and he's just a workaholic person who, in order to become a successful businessman, right? Yeah. So, I think that my point point is they um now we have the we have a lot of opportunities in life, and there's no there's no correct way to earn money nowadays. There's no there's no true answer to How to get rich anymore? Right. So, I think to the answer for that is do what you want, do what you think is satisfy you the most. And if people just discourage you, then that's fine. That's their perspective. But don't they, never let their perspective be your perspective. Absolutely. You have to hold yourself. You have to be yourself. You have to do it yourself, and you take your own risk, and you take that responsibility. Maybe your choice will be not successful, or maybe you think it's that wrong answer. But in the end, there's no wrong answer. There, there's just your choices, right? Right. That's right. The right or wrong is always someone that's saying it. He is right or wrong. If you think it's right, then just do it. That's all. I think that's the answer. Hmm. Absolutely. That's what I think. That's what I feel. That's great. You're really wise for your age. That's why a lot of people say I look older. Yeah, I think more <laughs> old. I think I'm the guy who thinks I'm old, and I act like old person. Maybe that's why I'm. A, you're I'm an old soul. Sure. I'm kind of yeah, like Yoda. Quite yeah, really. Yeah. No, I I appreciate it. Um, you know, definitely, you know, bouncing ideas like this uh, with you is really beneficial for me too. Hopefully, for anybody listening, it's valuable. Yeah, I think it will be. I mean, you know, I guess we can kind of wrap this up soon because my uh, laundry is finished. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say. Is you know even with like you know close to like three hundred three hundred thousand subscribers, it it doesn't like even though that may seem like outrageously like successful to to like you know the average person, um, like you said, even like a million to me seems like outrageously successful, right? But like if that person is like not happy, like are they really successful, right? If they don't have a feeling of like security, if they don't feel like they can maintain that level of success into the future to support their their family and 
to to just be able to like live their whole life at mm-hmm. at that level you know it's there's there's like levels to it so i think what i wanted to say is um we should just try to be like taking a, almost like a left turn here but like be compassionate for people because i think everybody is going through their own struggles like it come to think of it it must sound really, really ridiculous like for me to almost be kind of like um commiserating about oh look at me so sad i, I have 200 you know 80,000 subscribers how how am i going to be like more successful right mm-hmm. um which is is ridiculous it is ridiculous but i think everybody has their own battles everyone is is fighting through their own thing and everybody has has their own happiness that they're they're trying to pursue so i think we should just support each other and just be compassionate mm-hmm. and and empathetic and just try to lift each other up right and um hopefully as the channel grows i'll have more opportunity um to have conversations like this like with you so like you know you know you your your channel still still growing which i mean what you barely you're barely working on it at all but we can have these conversations and we can reach like a lot of people hopefully there's some positivity that comes out of all so that's uh that's the end of that's all i wanted to say yeah that's the the answer to the world right now i think we all know but we just not pursuing it so in the end it's what you want to do or what you want just do it what you think is right that's the answer yeah yeah i like that just do what you think is right like like not just right for you but right for other people and, uh, i mean yeah to be honest with you I think you can do it solo right now, but if you have kids and everything, I think it's now it's gonna be a different story. But since you're single, you're yeah. still single. You're not married. You yeah. don't have this still responsibility of being a fatherhood. Then I think it's now it's the only time to take a risk of doing what you want to do in the future, right? That's true. That's really. That's what I think. That's really actually that's really true. I, I had kind of um not really considered it from that perspective. Yeah, the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you could become successful being a solo YouTuber and you can earn money from just doing the YouTube videos and doing a lot of sponsorship and the merchandise. Yeah. Then you can have a same thing that you could tell to your kids that it's not the always going to the huge big tech company and working at their, you know, as a self, you know, engineer is the always the perfect answer. There's no future what we make, you know? Right. Yeah. It's just a matter of you do it or you don't do it. That's all. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So great. Great. Thanks, man. This has been great. This has been a very good podcast, I think. Um, very chill, relaxing. Very cool. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed minute. it for listening. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you, dude. No worries. Thanks for being on the on the show. You always seem to know the right thing to say. And uh, hopefully, next time, we'll be able to get um, somebody else on the podcast together. Maybe a three-way podcast would be really good. Maybe Cap or yeah, something. Or, or, or maybe, yeah. 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 Maybe we should do... Like we should do this Dustin Williams you and me podcast 
like monthly or at least week like weekly or possibly monthly podcast yeah it's great it's really fun well, i'll mm-hmm. just start doing these more regularly too and i'm gonna promote it more in in the videos so i yeah. think the next video i i put out i'll, I'll talk about this um uh-huh. i'm finishing need- finishing up editing it so i will uh definitely promote yeah. the podcast and everything and also you need to drop the the vlog video that we did together with the s660 at the the Mariaris. yep that's right yeah that's like actually next on the uh, the chronological sequence uh videos that i'm gonna put out i think what i'm gonna do is i will put out you know the videos on instagram first just to encourage people you know hey if you want to watch the next video put it celebrating instagram check it out there but yeah so maybe something like that like a first cut or something mm-hmm. all right man i'll let you uh, get back to whatever you're doing and i'm gonna pick up my laundry which is just sitting there uh waiting okay. to be picked up it's great to talk to you and uh, mm-hmm. let's do it again very soon mm-hmm. bye-bye yeah Hey guys, welcome back. I really hope you enjoyed that amazing discussion with Masla. He is really quite mature for his age. I was really, really amazed how you know well-spoken he is and how deeply he had thought about the, these topics. And I'm actually quite thankful how much he had given thought to my, my particular situation and how the channel is going. And, you know, to me, just a you know, quick shout out to Masla, like that really appreciate you dude i mean um you know just the fact that you 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 know took it upon yourself to just really know that much about you know the channel <laughs> to the point where you know the counts of certain videos more than i do um it's a little bit weird it's, it's kind of funny uh but yeah masa's a great dude and uh i hope you guys enjoyed that podcast i think despite the audio which i hope you guys were able to bear with the content there, what, there was a lot of gold. And there was a lot of gold, like, for me. I was having kind of these mini epiphanies while we were talking. And I hope some of them resonated with you. You know, I have been working on this project, I guess you could call it, uh, my YouTube career, for quite a long time. I mean, essentially, I had... You could say really started like this Japan journey project when I came to Japan 10 years ago and I had created a blog on WordPress. I would write these long articles. It was called the Jet Coaster. I think you could still find it if you search for it. And originally the YouTube videos that I was putting out were just like supplemental material for the blog posts that I was writing. And... uh, it took 10 years to get this far, but I think it doesn't need to take 10 years to get this far. I think, uh, let me let me give another little addendum, to, addendum, I think that's the word, to what I just said, which is that it doesn't need, okay, it doesn't need to take so long to reach success, but it also doesn't matter if it takes a long time. That's something that I've been trying to internalize and really reflect on myself. I think it takes as long as it takes. And part of that is your journey to come to terms with the type of person that you want to be, the type of person that you want to become. And 
sometimes you have to go through these, well, not sometimes, I think everybody has to go through these periods where they need to discover themselves. And sometimes to take a step forward, two steps forward, sometimes you need to take a step back. Sometimes you need to go laterally. You need to take detours to find yourself. And sometimes it takes a while to even build up the courage to really go for something really hard. Maybe if there is a, a pursuit, like let's just say, for example, to, to become a YouTuber, let's just say, um, you know, like a famous YouTuber or something. It seems so, seems so silly to say. But let's just say it's like to become successful at whatever endeavor it is that you choose. For me, it happens to be kind of like documenting my journey through Japan and Japanese car culture. Um, whatever it is, I think just one thing, for one thing, be patient with yourself, whatever it is, whatever endeavor you've chosen. And the flip side to that is push yourself. So they might almost seem to be contradictory, but I think they're actually two sides of the same coin. And that means they're both two parts of like the same whole. So maybe two sides of the same coin. I don't know if that's like the best analogy. Maybe kind of, actually that's a normal normal analogy, but I think a better, more fitting one is the yin-yang symbol. So these two concepts, they, they balance each other out. So you're going back to what I was saying, what I was saying is, you know, you sh- when you are pursuing your goals, your dreams, whatever it is, I think you should be kind to yourself, but you should also be stoic and you should push yourself. And I think it's that combination of um, of, of of gentle but firm. What uh, gentle but firm um, encouragement to yourself. That idea, I think, kind of applies in all areas of life with all social interactions, with how you treat, you know, people you care about, people you're trying to uh, support uh, to to help grow in some way. Maybe your kids in the future. Maybe your kids now, if you already have them, um, and mostly yourself. I think. I think that's how you should. We should, I should treat ourselves. Um, treat yourself as if you expect and want yourself to become the best version of yourself. Um, and let me just leave it at that. I hope that this little monologue uh, reached some of you guys, resonated with you in some way. And even though you know, my channel really is originally about, you know, my personal journey through Japan and, and now really, you know, the journey through the world, or at least my journey through Japan through the lens of investigating Japanese car culture. I think, I hope that at least through things like this podcast and maybe like my Instagram posts, through the medium, I'm able to go beyond, um, you know, that the lens of, of the topic of Japan and car culture. 
And I just wanted to say thank you for spending the time uh, here with me. And I'm just going to go pick up my laundry and uh, head home and uh, wish you guys a wonderful night, wonderful day, wherever you are, wonderful life. And thank you for your time. See you guys. Take care.